Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What's up, Gator Nation? Welcome into the latest Gators Online show. Zach Albaverde, Nick Del Tor here, joining us back in Gainesville after what felt like <laughs> a month in Omaha. And uh, this won't last long, though, as uh, Nick will yeah. be leaving us again uh, the next time we're joined. On this show, he will be a married man, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get into that. Yep, that 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 finger's empty right now. Uh, unfortunately, that's also uh, how Florida's hand looks after mm-hmm. uh, the trip to Omaha. But it was still a memorable College World Series for the Gators, an incredible season, a lot of records set. So we will get into that. And then we will also preview SEC Media Days. We will not have a show next week. Uh, we'll keep bringing you guys some recruiting content with Corey and Keith. But the next time that Nick and I get together will be after SEC Media Day. So we're going to preview what we expect to see from Nashville uh, on today's show as well. Nick, how are you doing after what has been a a whirlwind for you, I'm sure, the last week? Yeah, I think um, we uh, we leave on on Thursday morning um, to go and do like the rehearsal and all that. So... uh, 19 of the last 20 of the last 30 days um, before my wedding, I will have spent in hotel rooms uh, in two different states. Uh, so thank you uh, for the uh, every all the work that my future bride or that my bride, my future wife has done for the wedding. I joked with her that she's throwing me a surprise party and I appreciate that. Uh, but looking forward to seeing you and Corey and uh, all of our friends and family, and then looking forward to 
hightailing it to Europe. That's right. That's right. So um, it's it, it's definitely going to be a, a fun way to bring in the summer, and you've definitely earned it. There's no doubt about it. So um, we'll definitely get into all that at the end of the show. But as you guys are uh, watching this, the show will be released on Friday morning. Nick is getting married Friday night. So depending on uh, when you guys hear this or watch this, it could be uh, new news to you or outdated. So, um, But definitely appreciate you guys tuning in and also appreciate – Prairie Dental Center. I uh, want to give a shout out to them as uh, the doctor at Prairie Dental Center is a UF grad. He's practiced in Gainesville for three decades, developed a deep understanding of how to diagnose and treat various dental problems, along with advanced skills and knowledge to provide more effective and efficient care to his patients. If you're having dental concerns or need a cleaning, Prairie Dental Center offers a wide range of personalized care options to meet your individual needs. Give their office a call at 352 352- 373-3431. Tell them Gators Online sent you and your new patient exam will be free. And Nick recently just got in from Omaha along with the Florida baseball team uh, after an incredible run that lasted all the way into the third and final game of the uh, series between the Gators and Tigers. And um, Florida wasn't able to get that one last win, Nick, but it was still uh, incredible coverage that you provided from Omaha uh, that we got to follow along with and from Gainesville and all around. I think Gator Nation was tuned in. Um, now that you've had a day or so to digest everything that took place, um, you know, how do you feel about Florida's run and kind of what you saw out there? Yeah, it um, it started way back, you know, in – shoot, they get together in August – um, and, and I started covering them, uh, watching some fall practices and, um, I started watching this team and it started with, you know, my little Bart Simpson meme of, I will not overhype the Gators. I knew this was going to be a really, really good team. Um, they won the sec, uh, they won more games than any Florida team had ever won, uh, in 108 years previous. They had more wins than the 108 teams that came before them. Uh, they struck out more batters. They hit more home runs. Um, it, Jack Caglione set the school record for home runs in a season, set the NCAA BB Corps bat era record for home runs in a season. Um, also earned a nickname from you. Jack Tani, uh heard ESPN talking about it while I was out there. Um, it, it, this is a memorable team. Team 109 um, is one of the best teams that I've ever covered. They didn't win the final game of the season. I saw somebody say there's a bunch of great players coming back and maybe we'll be on par with LSU next year. Florida and LSU had the exact same record this season. Uh, Florida had more SEC wins than LSU. Uh, winning a baseball game, <clears throat> winning the final baseball game of the year is really hard. Uh, this is, was and will be remembered as a very special Florida baseball team. Uh, just came up one game short. Um, at the end, but there's a lot of great stories on this, uh, on this team. There's a lot of great players on this team. And, um, and I, I tip my cap to them and they had a great season. Absolutely. What did you feel about how that series played out with LSU and obviously the down to the wire finish in the first game and then just lopsided in two and three, you feel like if, uh, obviously if the Gators could have got that first game, which was right there for the taking, they would have, uh, been able to win handsomely and, mm. and collect that trophy with that second game. Well, if you go if you go to the tenth inning on Saturday, if Wyatt Langford's bat is 
a millimeter different tilted one way, it probably gives the baseball an extra inch or two inches and it isn't caught in left field and Florida walks off winners on Saturday. And then and then Sunday is a dog pile, a 24 to four dog pile. Um, that's baseball. It's a game of inches, a game of centimeters. Uh, I think if you would have flipped games one and three, uh, you're talking about one of the all-time best College World Series finals ever. Um, instead of you know getting a, a nail biter and then two blowouts. Um, yeah, I wrote about it before the se- the series started. I thought Florida and LSU were so similar. Um, they have power pitching. Um, that Florida and LSU can both hit the ball out of the ballpark. Going into the College World Series final, they were number two and three in the country. Florida hit more home runs than LSU and then ended up finishing the season with the most home runs of any team in the country. Um, That's just kind of how baseball goes. And uh, you could see that the teams were evenly matched, I think, in the way that how tightly they played. And then also in the two different blowouts that it's the way baseball can go is, hey, one team got hot. The bats were really hot for Florida on on Sunday and the bats were really hot for LSU on Monday night. Um, But hats off to LSU. Uh, Paul Skeens is one of the best pitchers I've ever seen uh, in college baseball. And I've covered a lot of them at the university of Florida and covered a lot of guys who are playing pro now from that played against Florida. So um, it was a really great series. I I know you got two lopsided wins, but I think if you, you know, like I said, change game three and game one, your perspective on the series as a whole is, is different. And then for Florida fans, if you change just maybe even the positioning of LSU's left fielder on Saturday night, and he can't get to that ball. Wyatt Langford's the hero on Saturday, and and we're talking about a whole different story. And Florida's getting rings like me and uh, like me and Lauren are. That's right. Um, obviously, Game Two of the final was was Florida's most impressive showing. Um, was that the game that you enjoyed covering the most? Was there another win that Florida had in Omaha that that you just really kind of stands out from that trip it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas Besides the second one of the final, because obviously yeah. that was his story. <laughs> yeah, every game Florida played, their first four games were all one-run games. Uh, they were three and one in those one-run games. Uh, makes it hard to write about a one-run game. Um, I had written, you know, I had written like a Florida losing story uh, to in their very first game for Virginia, and then Control Alt Delete. Um, you know, when they make that comeback in the bottom of the ninth, that one probably, uh, was my favorite game to cover, um, just because of the nature back and forth. I think Florida's on top and then Virginia's on top and then Florida comes and ties it. Virginia goes back up. Florida cuts into that lead. Virginia adds another run. Um, Ty Evans, who had been a starter all season long, gets an opportunity to pinch hit, hits a double. And then he starts off that ninth inning with a home run. He had Ty Evans had five home runs in the College World Series. Only had four home runs the se- in the regular season in NCAA tournament coming into the College World Series. Um, he set a record for most home runs in a College World Series tournament. Incredible! Um, so that's an incredible story. BT Ryapel, 
um, him hitting a home run, I think, in that game. Um, he's not going to play baseball anymore. He played his last game on Monday night. The, the run he had in the NCAA tournament, I think he hit a single to kind of ruin the stat, but like <laughs> six six of his eight hits in the college in, in the NCAA tournament were home runs. The, the, just the impact he made on Florida this season and then specifically in the NCAA tournament um, is storybook ending kind of stuff. You just kind of – if they would have gotten a World Series win, if BT Ryapel would have gotten like a, a walk-off hit, um, that really is the you know the exclamation point, uh, the dream exclamation point you could have thought of. But that Virginia game, just the back and forth nature, uh, and then a freshman in Luke Heyman getting an opportunity to hit with the bases loaded um, in 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 a, in a college World Series game and one out. He's not the fastest guy. Uh, I joke with him and joke about him for his speed, uh, which you and I might give him a run for his money in a race. <laughs> But he's certainly a much better baseball player and hitter than either of us will, were, or would ever be. Um, to not roll over that fastball low and away and ground into a double play to force extra innings, but to hit it for a sacrifice fly to walk off as winners. Um, you you cover a team for so long, and you're not necessarily rooting for them, but you see because you're with them every day and, and game in and game out and you see how hard they work. So even if you're not rooting for them to see just like the pure joy, um, you kind of enjoy watching them see that kind of success. So I think that was the game uh, against Virginia that, that I enjoyed covering the most uh, despite having written zero words uh, <laughs> as, as the final pitch was thrown Uh having nothing to write about and spending much more time after the game at the ballpark. It's not a bad place to be, but I did work a little bit longer that night. Yeah. For, uh, for all the Florida fans that enjoyed that, that game too, where the Gators just started running up the score. Nick did as well, folks, because I, just, that many- I, I left the message board alone around the fifth or sixth inning said, you guys enjoy this. It's certainly fun. I got to start writing. Yeah. And you actually had that luxury. So um, you've already touched on on some of this, Nick, but as, as you look back now, what are just some of your overall takeaways from Omaha as it relates to maybe the Florida uh, baseball program as a whole, some specific players and kind of how they showed up in Omaha and guys that will be back next year? And then one mm-hmm. specific question I have for you, is this the best Florida baseball team that you've ever covered or, or seen that never won a championship? Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. No, that, that'll be 2016. Um, let me pull up their roster. The 2016 uh, Florida Gators baseball team is the best baseball team I've ever covered. Um, and it was it was funny because I was talking with somebody and saying, I think the 2016 baseball team had more talent than the 2017 baseball team. And I thought they were a better team. And they said, no, um, I talked to, <laughs> I talked to a member of the 2016 team who wasn't on the 2017 team. And then I talked to Mike Rivera, who was on both. And he said, no, 17 was better. Cause we won it. Um, but 
the 2016 team, Dane Dunning is playing professional baseball. Dalton Guthrie playing professional baseball. Jonathan India, uh, AJ Puck, Jackson Coer, Brady Singer, Michael Byrne, Pete Alonzo, Alex Fiedo, JJ Schwartz. All of them are on professional baseball teams. Uh, Logan Shores in the minors. Sean Anderson's in the majors. Um, Kirby Sneed's in the majors. Like that, that team was loaded. Um, I, I will say that that team on paper is the best team I've ever covered. 2017 um, is will be the best team, I guess, because they won the last game of the year, and it's it's unbelievably difficult to win the last game of the year. Uh, there's certainly no shame in coming, uh, finishing, you know, as a national runner-up. Um, and then 2016 team, they went 0-2 in Omaha. For all of the talent I just read to you and, and the careers that these guys are had and are still having, Went 0-2 in Omaha. Um, and baseball is a game. Basketball specifically, I think, is a game where you kind of know going into it which team has a chance to win a championship. Football, the big dogs eat every year, especially now with NIL um, and, and the Power Five and, and probably the Power Two coming with the Big Ten and the SEC. There, you can look at a team and say they don't have a shot. But like in 2016, Coastal Carolina won a baseball championship. Coastal mm. Carolina, there is no shot in the world, even with the, how big would the playoff have to expand and what craziness would have to happen for the Coastal Carolina football team to win the college football playoff? No <laughs> shot. Yeah. Uh, so baseball's a tricky, baseball's a tricky sport. Florida lost to that Coastal Carolina team in 2016 in Omaha. Um, so it's hard to win a baseball championship. That 2016 team is the ultimate proof in my mind, because that's the best team I've ever covered. Um, big takeaways from this team will be um, it's easy to have uh, clicks and stuff take over a locker room or when players, and you see it a lot on football, and when you see now that everyone's on social media, you see a guy who isn't playing, isn't getting the carries, or isn't getting the snaps that they want, you see it on social media. Mm. Um, you see how it can affect a locker room and tear a locker room apart. This Florida team has – a ton of talent in the bullpen, in the field, more talent than they had at bats and innings to give. And I think the biggest thing was that they played for one another and um, they didn't let guys who would be maybe starting on Sundays uh, for other teams in the SEC who are now getting 25 innings on the year out of the bullpen, um, just taking their role. I think when you looked at that 24 to four win, Nick Nick Ficarota, uh and Blake Purnell come in and and pitch and, and yeah. they had no roles. Fick had thrown three and a third innings in the tournament. Purnell hadn't pitched in over a month uh, and just took whatever role they had and, and moved on with it. Um, and then three guys in particular that I wrote about um, on Wednesday: BT Ryapel uh, could have gotten drafted last year, made it known that he didn't want to be. Uh, Josh Rivera once. The draft got passed like the second, third round, made it known, don't take me, I'm going back to school. And Brandon Sprout, who was drafted 90th overall in the third round by the New York Mets, all three of them made the decision, I'm going to come back and chase a championship and, mm. and lead this team to a championship. They didn't get a national championship, but they were able to win an SEC championship. I think that's the first time a Florida team had won the SEC championship since uh, 2016 or 2017. Um, so they're really – really special guys and storylines on this team. And, um, you know, as you know, covering football and basketball, 
um, we're just the people that get to kind of tell the stories that we're watching. So it, it was a fun ride. It was a very tired, very tiring ride, but a fun ride. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah, and it was, again, props to you, Nick, for all of your coverage, not just in Omaha, but throughout the season, those midweek games, uh, you know, when when everybody's out there grinding, I mean, you you, you were there for, for everything. Uh, road Tuesdays, games too, so. Tuesdays and Wednesdays in March, driving up to JU, uh, you know, to, to sit in a little press box and, and see former Gator Chris Armstrong. Shout out to Chris and his future wife. They're getting married uh, in the fall. He and I were talking about that as uh, a baseball player and a baseball writer, uh, not participating as much as we would like or as much as our, our brides would like uh, in the planning process. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you had an excuse, though, uh, this, <laughs> this summer. So, um well, we're definitely looking forward to that. And again, congrats on the Florida baseball team and this staff for the year and season that they had in 2023. Want to get to a couple ads before we switch gears and talk some Florida football and SEC media days. And want to start by giving a shout out to my perfect franchise. Are you ready to leave the corporate rat race for the American dream? Looking for a side hustle while working your current job? wanting to diversify, build wealth, and or leave a legacy. Andy can help. Andy is a franchise consultant as well as a franchise owner and helps people find franchises that fit their skill sets, financial requirements, time to commit, and more. His services are 100% free, and he's here to help. If you have any questions about business ownership, you can contact him anytime at myperfectfranchise.net or call or text him at 404 973 nine nine zero one and also want to encourage Florida fans to check out rogueshop.com if you have any issues sleeping chronic pain and or anxiety and stress rogue shop sells cbd thc edibles smokables and vapes uh rogue shop is a true small business disabled veteran-owned black-owned woman company um they have five employees make all of their products with their own cannabis in their manufacturing facility, visit rogueshop.com. That's R-U-G-U-E shop.com. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, the next time that we uh, visit with you guys again on this episode, uh, we'll be following SEC Media Days, which takes place uh, in mid-July in Nashville this year. The Gators are scheduled to take the podium on July 19th. Uh, Billy will be there with three of his players, and we still don't know yet who those guys will be. And last year, Anthony Richardson made the trip to uh, represent Florida. Ventrell Miller and Richard Garage were also the attendees. Uh, Nick, what are your expectations for who Billy will bring to SEC Media Base? Here's the one we do every single year. Uh, last year was interesting. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure you've got it, Zach. Uh, Anthony Richardson was the first 
quarterback to go to SC Media Days since Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll, yeah. And Driscoll, and didn't he bring uh, Brissett too? I don't remember. But yeah, I think must when have you brought both. When you bring a quarterback to SEC Media Day, you are telling the world, this is our guy. This is our quarterback. He is the face of our program as much as I am as the head coach. We think and we expect Graham Mertz will be the starter. I don't think Graham Mertz will make that trip because Billy will want to say it's still a competition and it's still ongoing. And I think if you bring one quarterback and you want to say you have a quarterback competition, you pretty much are showing your hands. So I don't think we'll see Graham Mertz in Nashville. Sorry, Graham. Leave the Cowboy Boots at home. I want to add to that real quick before you give some of your picks because um, it, it, it is an interesting dynamic. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I and while I do think that he, I guess, wants this competition to continue into training camp, so as to not just give it away by bringing Graham, even though to me the writing is on the wall. Another factor here is. From what we learned last year, and I think you might remember this, Nick, which is why Anthony was a little bit out of the ordinary, Billy treats this trip as kind of a reward for upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. And you're also not going to be a incoming transfer who's never played for Florida and go to SEC Media Days and represent the Gators. Like, that's just not going to happen. So that's another reason why... He's not going to go. And I think for even Anthony Richardson, that that he didn't really fall into that category because he was an upperclassman and he had never really started. But you had to bring Anthony Richardson to SEC Media Days last year. Um, you don't have e- to bring Graham. ESPN, ESPN and uh, by, by proxy, SEC Network, pay a lot of money uh, to the SEC. Uh, for some TV rights, and I think I think there would have been a strongly worded email with the suggestion if they had gotten a list that didn't include Anthony Richardson. Excuse me, I think you forgot somebody here. Yeah, if if, if this is your lineup, we might have to move you to last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are your expectations for who they're going to bring, Nick? Um, I think guys who I would would put into that category then older guys, you know, last year, Ventro Miller coming back for uh, a 47th season with the Gators. No brainer. Um, older guy on defense. I would look at shoot, uh, Princely. Uh, he's only a junior. Um, he would but, be great uh, for media but, days, but a great oh. quote. Um, he's got a big social media presence. So he would, he would, the YouTube video he would put on his channel would be fantastic. I think Jason Marshall's another junior that can fall into that category. Um, offensively, Montrell Johnson. This is a guy who yeah. committed to you at University of Louisiana, um, followed you to Florida, had a breakout season last year. Um, is yeah. a guy you're going to be depending on this year. Yeah, he's a junior um, now, too, upperclassman. One that is a no-brainer. Came back for a fifth season, Ricky Pearsall. Yep. That's your guy. If you're treating this as a reward – Ricky, thank you. 
<laughs> Don't know where the receiver room would be without you. Here's your ticket to the PJ. We're going to Nashville. Yeah. I tell you what, I was surprised. Uh, I didn't realize uh, we kind of did a, a series this week, Nick, at Gators Online, just kind of previewing the roster for Florida in 2023. We looked at, you know, the three strongest position groups. We ranked the top 20 players on the team. Uh, on Wednesday, we put out the biggest questions and bold predictions. But as I was ranking the top 20 players, uh, I didn't realize from pro football focus, Ricky Pearsall is the number three rated re returning receiver in the SEC. Um, one of the few guys on Florida's roster that has a PFF grade of 80 or higher. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Uh, you know, he was so huge to get back. And I think that as part of that, he makes this trip. I, I like your pick with um, Jason Marshall, too. I think that he's a guy. And if you remember, Nick, I, I feel like over the course of his career, he's gotten better with like mm -hmm. every media opportunity that he's done. And then the last time we heard from him, he was like really well-spoken. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a player, I think, I think now with, listen, it's going to be Austin Armstrong's defense. Um, but I think now Corey Raymond will have more say, or at least be listened to more when he puts his opinion in on what kind of coverages I think my guys should be playing. Mm. I don't think Jason Marshall's a great, zone corner and last year kind of got exposed when asking when being asked to play zone i think if you get jason marshall a long tall long physical cornerback up on the line and let him get his hands on receivers in that little five yard area where um where you can where you're allowed to touch receivers you know before the ball is thrown i think he shines as a man cover man press corner uh and i think you'll see him more there i think the i think there was some slander on his name last year, and I, I'm expecting him to have a better season this year than last year. And if you've seen that in practice, along with what you've said, and shout out to uh, our boy Matthew Hutchinson and Rick Hurtado with their media training, um, I think Jason Marshall has gotten a lot better uh, when you know there's a bunch of cameras and, and recorders in front of him. Well, speaking of Rick and Matt, shout out to them for uh, getting us right on uh, Kingsley Aguakin. Yeah. Who is another candidate, I think, for SEC Media Days and, and a guy that I think has a chance to go to Nashville. So those are some names uh, of some representatives that you could expect. But for all the fans that are going to wonder, hey, why didn't Graham Mertz go? Um, that That's some of the reason behind it. Not just because there's he still hasn't officially been named the starter. Although if you followed our reporting at Gators Online, you kind of know where things stand. Um, but it's more this guy's a transfer, hasn't played a game yet at Florida there are some other guys that uh, I think Billy feels might be more deserving to represent the team. Um, as we wrap this up, Nick, what do you think are some questions that Florida is going to face the most in Nashville from national media, from some of the SEC media? You know, we have asked them questions all spring and got to cover them. This is going to be their first time seeing this team and some of these players. Um, what do you expect some of the narratives to be around Florida? Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.
Who's your quarterback? How do you replace uh, Anthony Richardson? Can you guys run the ball? Uh, how far are you from beating Georgia? Mm. I think Georgia will be talked about a lot at SEC Media Days. You know who Florida – let me go back real quick. You know who Florida should bring? Senior, great speaker. Oh, go ahead. I mean, Fantastic this, with the media. Grows this, a phenomenal mustache. I mean, Jeremy Crawshaw. Yes. Grant, if you don't take Jeremy Crawshaw to to Nashville for SEC Media Days, you're just punting on the opportunity for great content. You're punting on the opportunity for fantastic content. Rick Hurtado, Billy Napier. I know you listen to the show, Bill. Bring Jeremy Crawshaw to Nashville. You won't regret it. You will not regret it. He, I've seen him in a cowboy hat. He already has one. He can wear it. Listen, Crawshaw for SC Media Days. I mean, if 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 we're sticking on Crawshaw, talking about PFF grades, I want to say he had the third highest PFF grade on the roster. He doesn't get enough opportunities because Billy Napier is a staunch proponent or exponent uh, enemy of punting. Um, <laughs> Uh, I remember Jeremy asked me or somebody asked me, why isn't he on these lists for the Ray guy award, which I have a vote for. Thank you to the Ray guy association. Um, it's because he didn't have enough punts. And it's not like Florida's mm. offense was lighting it up, but he didn't have enough punts uh, to be, you know, to qualify for, for the award last year. Yeah, no doubt. And um, you know, sticking with special teams, I think that's, I don't think that's a question that they'll face in Nashville. But I know Florida fans want to know, hey, how are you guys going to get better on special teams? Um, and I think one that they will face in Nashville is what's up with the defense. Austin Armstrong, I have to think, will be a topic of conversation and and how that change is going with the with the DC change. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, is this has it been in Nashville before? No. Okay. It's not. This will be the first time it's in Nashville. Um I'm, I will be just getting home from the honeymoon, so I will be manning it down here in Gainesville, helping uh, helping Zach out with that. And uh, Zach, listen, I went to, I went to Nashville twice this year. You and I got to uh, went up for the Vanderbilt game, and then I had my bachelor party there. So um, so it's all right. I, I, I will cede uh, this trip to you. I think I'll be a little jet lagged <laughs> yeah, from Europe will. as well. You have some recovery to do, but but right now uh, you don't need to recover. You no. are you are in the mode. Um, yeah, I want to congratulate you and Lauren uh, mm-hmm. ahead of time. I'll be there in person to do it as well. But I know I speak for all Florida fans um, that want to congratulate you and Lauren as well. You guys enjoy your big night and your honeymoon. And I know that you have a message to to send to all of our listeners out there as you as you bid farewell for the month of June to Gator Nation. You have never seen any writer in the entire country PTO as hard as I will PTO the rest of this wedding and honeymoon. And you will never see someone ignore the rest of the team as hard as I will ignore everybody the rest of this wedding and honeymoon. You'll never see a team play harder without someone than the Gators Online team will play without me. God bless. I don't know how you're going to follow that up with your vows. I mean, that's a, you said a high best. bar right there. Um, well, that's fantastic. Um, I look forward to, to you uh, 
you know, exiting yourself from our geo chat and uh, enjoying some much deserved time off, Nick. <laughs> so um, we appreciate it. Thanks again for all your coverage, man. You did a fantastic job. I know Florida fans were reading everything and um, a great season all around for the baseball team. Uh, we'll get back at it in a couple weeks to uh, shift gears and turn our attention to football and everything that we learned from SEC Media Days. For Nick Del Torre, I'm Zach Alberti. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. In Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.